Welcome to the Living the Abundant Life podcast with Rob and Sarah Betts. Living the Abundant Life is a weekly podcast designed to help others learn to live in abundance. And now, let's get into today's episode. Hey guys, we are back again for another week of Living the Abundant Life with Rob and Sarah. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, Lots of you have been telling us that you're watching us on Facebook and YouTube, and many of you have said that you're listening to the podcasts on all the platforms that are available. We've got folks listening on all kinds of platforms, on iTunes, on iHeartRadio, on Spotify. So thank you so much for that. We're looking to find some things uh, that we can sh- just share with you, uh, teach about that have helped us in our lives. Right, absolutely. And so we've talked about love, which is such an important subject, and um, we finished up our series on fear. So today we're going to be talking about renewing your renewing mind. Yep. And this has been so key to us for just getting a hold of the word and staying uh, in line with the word in areas whenever you face different difficulties difficulties in your life, just uh, learning how to renew your mind to the Word is so key. That's actually uh, one of the reasons why I wrote the book that we have. Mm-hmm. We just recently uh, released a book called Abundance, 10 Bible Proofs of God's Provision. Mm-hmm. You can order it on Amazon. You can message us directly and you can order it through us. But it's about growing up not having an understanding of God's provision for our lives and uh, just being challenged by the Lord to study the subject out. I read after lots of other ministers. I got into the Word of God. I listened to tapes and CDs, everything I could, trying to discover what it meant uh, to receive abundance from God and why we should receive it. Because lots of people have lots of ideas about abundance and provision from the Lord, but I believe that God desires that you have more than you will ever need so that you can be a greater blessing. Imagine if all the faithful, generous people that there are in the kingdom of God had more than enough so that they could fund missionaries and orphanages and feed people Mm -hmm. and and do things to help the gospel go forth. Mm -hmm. And so that's what this book is about. It just kind of gives you a, a, a helps you to understand or renew your mind to the fact that God does want to take care of us. And so encourage you to get that. But today we're talking specifically about what it means to renew our minds. Mm -hmm. I think that's probably the greatest struggle that people have in their walk with the Lord is with re- in renewing their minds. Absolutely. So before we go much further, let's go ahead and pray, and then we'll yeah. just dive right into the Word this morning. Father, we love you. you. We just thank you for your Word. We thank you, Lord, that today that we will understand it more clearly, more deeply, Lord, how much you love us, the promises that you have for us in your Word, Lord, and that you show us how we can renew our mind to your Word and make that the, the absolute truth, the greater truth in our life so we can stand on that, Lord, and, and have those things things that you've prepared for us in this life. And we just uh, also want to help other people to be able to have those things as well. We just love you and thank you for the word in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 So uh, when you start out on a subject like renewing your mind, I think it's important that you have a good baseline for understanding just why the subject is so important. Many people when they receive Jesus as their Lord, they have the idea that they are a two-part being, that they are a a spirit or a soul, 
Okay. Uh, we refer to oftentimes kind of simultaneously, the, yeah, or you know, interchangeably, interchangeably. that word. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a body. You know, I live in this natural world, but I'm also spirit. But one of the one of the greatest revelations that, that we learned is that not only are you a spirit, but you're a three-part being. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are a spirit, for sure. I mean, that's the real us. Right. That we uh, live in a body, mm-hmm. but we also have a soul that is separate from our spirits. And so, you know, if you think that your spirit... And your soul are the same thing. And, you know, I, I well-meaning people will say things in church like, you know, so many souls were saved or something like that. We understand what they mean. Right. But really, your soul isn't saved when you uh, get born again. It's your spirit that's saved. You right. become a new creature in Christ, and the real you on the inside is new. Right. And that spirit is what's going to go on living forever. Right. Either in heaven with our Lord and Savior, or not. Right, and so uh, so we don't want to spend all of our time on our body. I mean, certainly, I think it's important we take care of our body. Right. Uh, you know, we exercise, we eat right, okay. uh, we don't damage our body or do things that would harm our bodies, but. This body is temporal. We're only going to be in it for a little while. Our spirit mm-hmm. is the real us. It's, right. If you were to leave your body right now, no matter if you're born again or you're not, you won't cease to exist. Mm-hmm. I, you know, now I, I recommend being born again right. because then you exist in the presence of Almighty God. Uh, you're not separated from God then, but you're always going to exist. Your spirit man is. But we also... Or, you know, we have a soul, mm-hmm. and our soul is made up of our mind, our will, and our emotions. And if we understand that, that delineation or that difference between the spirit and soul, it will help us to understand why we often struggle in our, in our Christian walk. Right. A lot of times people think, well, I'm, I'm born again, so I'm never going to make another mistake. You know, I'm born again, and so everything should be easy as pie because I'm a new, you said I'm a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things are new. And that's true. But our mind has not been born again. Our mind, we constantly have to renew to the Word of God in order to see us, see ourselves walk out that plan that God has for us. Right, and... uh there are scriptures to back up what we're saying. If you'll look with us today, I'll encourage you. I'll give you a couple of scriptures. And if you don't mm-hmm. mind, uh, Sarah, if you'll look up Hebrews 4.12, I'll look up First sure. uh, Thessalonians 5.23. And First Thessalonians 5.23 really gives us a clear delineation between the spirit and the soul of man. It says this in First Thessalonians 5, verse 23. It says, may the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And the Apostle Paul says this. He said, I pray to God that your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless under the coming of our Lord Jesus. Uh, The Apostle Paul says, I I pray your spirit, Mm -hmm. your soul, and your body be preserved blameless under the coming of our Lord Jesus. Meaning, I pray that every part of you you do something to make sure that you're preserved blameless. That means keep your body under. Don't let your body take you places or do things that it shouldn't do. Right. Uh, I pray that your soul 
is kept blameless. Mm-hmm. What is your mind, your will, and your emotions? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and we're going to talk about how we do that. And your spirit. Well, right. I mean, get born again. Get right. saved. And so mm-hmm. all three of those, spirit, soul, I pray your whole spirit, one, and soul, two, mm-hmm. and body, three, be preserved blameless under the coming of our Lord. And Hebrews 4.12 says right. what? For the word of God is living and active and full of power, making it operative, energizing and effective. It is sharper than any two-edged sword, penetrating as far as the division of the soul and spirit, the completeness of a person, and of both joints and marrow, the deepest parts of our nature, exposing and judging the very thoughts and intentions of the heart. So this also separates spirit and soul. It actually says that the word of God is what can separate the spirit and soul of a man. And now we notice here uh, that the Apostle Paul only says spirit and soul. Mm-hmm. He's because he's not referencing the body in this particular right. context. But what we can see from 1 Thessalonians and now in Hebrews 4 is that he makes a definitive statement that there is a difference between spirit and soul. Mm-hmm. So he said that the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, able to, the King James says, divide asunder both spirit and soul. So the, the word of God can even divide those two, and so they can be divided. Right. So the part of us that we want to focus on, we're talking about renewing our mind, is getting our soul under control. If you're mm-hmm. born again, if you've accepted Jesus, let me just stop right there and say this. If you haven't received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I want to encourage you. Mm-hmm. You find out everything you can about Him. If you've got questions, you ask questions. Ask the Lord mm-hmm. to reveal things to you. But don't leave this earth without accepting Jesus as your Lord and Savior. That's the greatest accomplishment I think anybody could ever uh, say that they did was they received Christ while they right. were here on this earth and then go and tell other people that thing but right. that same thing but get born again mm-hmm. but once you're born again your spirit's as born again as it's ever going to be right it can't get more born again than that right you're not going to ever be any more righteous than you are the moment that you the Bible says this that we've been made when we're born again the righteousness of God in Christ. So we'll never be any more righteous. Our spirit is clean. Mm -hmm. There's no bad stuff in your spirit if you've accepted Jesus. That's not where we're having trouble. Right. And I think if we really get a hold of that, that's that's really what helped me so much. Sometimes you think, like I said, you... Well, I'm born again. Why am I still having, you know, these negative thoughts? Or why am I still wanting to do something that I know the Word of God is telling me not to do? But if we really understand that that your mind is not renewed unless you work to renew your mind to the Word. Right. Um, and, you know, that's areas that... You know, this this whole podcast, it, it stems from us just wanting to help you to understand some of the things that we had to work through maybe the hard way, and we can help you maybe avoid some of those same pitfalls that we found. And so one of them is understanding that um, just because you have thoughts... It doesn't mean you're a bad person, you know, it, and it doesn't mean you're not born again. Right. It just means that you've got to renew those thoughts to the Word of God. And that, the thing about that is those thoughts that we have, the good news for us is thoughts can come from lots of places. Right. Your spirit is clean if you've been born again, but your thought process, you can get thoughts from your, uh, you know, the devil can bring thoughts right. to you. He can 
plant seeds into our minds and get us to think along a particular path. Uh, God can bring thoughts mm-hmm. to us. Our own. You can uh, think your own thoughts. Yeah, our own thinking. <laughs> Other people can plant seeds in our minds by saying things to us. You know, that's why it's so important that we say the right things to our kids. Right. Never tell your kids that they're worthless or that they can't do something. Right. Tell them they can do or be whatever. Because, you know, if the Bible's true, and I say that big if because mm-hmm. I know it is, if the Bible's true, and it says that we can do all things through Christ that strengthens us. There's nothing your kids can't do. Right. Will they struggle in some areas sometimes? Absolutely. But you look them dead in the face as a believer and you say, you know what? You can be or you can do whatever it is that you want to do. You can accomplish with God. Mm-hmm. And that's just facts. Right. So don't tell them they can't do it because mm-hmm. those, those seeds of doubt can be planted in their minds. Thoughts can come that way. Right. We've all had those experiences with people in our own lives. Maybe, sure. maybe you know, we've all had awesome teachers that did speak life into our lives, but then you might have one that that um, didn't encourage you in the way that you needed to, and those, those thoughts keep coming back over and over again. And so it's so important that we speak life over our children and others in our lives, but that we also speak it over ourselves. Right. And that we understand what the Word of God says about us so that we can change the those negative thought patterns to line up with what the word says about us. And that's the the, the thing about it. Your flesh will always be corrupt. You, it's never going to, your flesh didn't, when you got born again, didn't get saved. You just have to have this vehicle to get around in. But it's always going to have an appetite to want to do what it always did because we live in this fallen world. Our flesh will want to take us places that we shouldn't go. Uh, cause us to want to say things we shouldn't say, Uh, put things in us that we shouldn't put in. Uh, All of those things are always going to be the same. And all of our lives, our soul and our flesh have worked together. Our mind, our will, and our emotions. You know, your flesh says you're hungry. So your mind says, let's go to the kitchen. And you start eating. Mm -hmm. It takes the two of them working together. Well, When we get born again, what we have is a new avenue from which that we can make decisions. Our spirit is alive unto God and is telling us to do things differently. And then we have a decision to make, and that decision happens in our soul. Mm -hmm. We can either do what our flesh wants us to do and go down the path our flesh wants us to go down, or we can say, no, I don't believe that's the best course of action for me. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do what I feel like I ought to do in my heart. And we start seeing that as we do that, those patterns, our spirit and our soul get connected and they begin to take us in the way that God has for us to go and cause us to do the things that God wants for us to do. Right. Absolutely. There's lots to be said about this. Right, and we could talk for days on it, but I want to look at um, Romans 12. Um, let's go there. Okay. Romans 12. Romans 12, too. Um, this is a, a important scripture 
that you jot down it and just uh, let your eyes rest on it. You know, again, don't take our word for what the word of God says. It's God's word speaking to you. And so you want to read it yourself. You want to speak it yourself and allow the Lord to reveal himself to you through his word. And so if you look at Romans 12, 2, it says, and do not be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial values and customs, but be transformed and progressively changed by the renewing of your mind so that you may prove for yourselves what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plan and purpose for you. You do have a plan and a purpose for your life, but renewing your mind to the word of God is vital. It is key to fulfilling that plan for your life. Um, You know, your thought life, um, like Rob said, it can tell you all kinds of things. You're worthless. You're no good. You're not going to accomplish anything. There you go doing that thing again that you've always done. You're not changed. You're not different. So we have to make a conscious effort to renew our mind to what God says about us, which is the opposite of all those things, right? Right. We are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. We have the mind of Christ. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And beginning to renew your mind to those thoughts against what the world would say or what your mind would say, that's how you start to see uh, yourself living a victorious life. And for us, uh, we know that seeing yourself being victorious is the first step to living that victorious life that God has planned for you. Renewing your mind to seeing yourself overcoming, being successful, being all that God created you to be. That's the first step to being able to renew your mind to what the Word says about you. I remember a story that's in, a friend of mine wrote a book called uh, Moving On Up. His name is Marvin Yoder. Uh, He's been in ministry a long time. He wrote this book and it was about... uh, getting your your soul under control and and, and thinking the right way. And there's lots of good books out there. This one in particular has just some really wonderful uh, stories about his own life and how his thinking was changed. But also he shares a story about a minister, I'm sure you remember the story, that was driving one time he was in Hawaii for some type of conference or something. He was driving in Hawaii and they were showing him all of these mansions that were up on the mountain. And he said, as he was driving around, he said to the person he was with, man, I couldn't see myself ever living in a place that big. And just right down on the inside of him, he said he felt like he heard these words, that's why you'll never be there. Because until we can think about a certain thing, and it wasn't because it was a house, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't about the thing. And that's the thing I want to encourage you to do. Anything that, when you're looking at God's Word, don't look at it as just having a material context. It's the bigger thinking that we right. do that produces a result in our life. You know, our uh, I remember our son doing something similar when he was telling us uh he always had in his mind that he wanted to prove that he could play college baseball. He wanted to play Division One baseball, and he worked really hard at it, and he was able to do that. Okay. But he said, after he got there, he said, you know, I, I just wanted to prove to myself that I could do it. But he had to see himself mm-hmm. doing it right, and, and making the steps in order to get there. Anything that you're trying to believe God for in your life, if you can find something in the Word of God, okay. a truth in God's Word, well, then you want to hang on to that or embrace that. But you've got to get it so big in you. You've got okay. to change your thinking about it so much that it becomes so real to you that you just can't see it not coming to pass right. in your life. Uh, 
it, it's that way with things like uh, healing, mm -hmm. things like provision, right. everything that we see in the Word of God, we have to uh, begin to meditate on those things, think about those things mm -hmm. differently, and change our mind, our will, and our emotions in order to be able to receive those. And to, it's actually changing those things to line up with the Word of God, which is a greater truth. Right. It is the absolute truth. It's It may be different than your reality. It may be different than what you're seeing in your life right now, but it is still the greater truth. And when you start lining up your thought life to what the Word says about you and start seeing yourself there, you're going to head in that direction. And so that's probably all we're going to get to for yeah, today. We, right. we could just go on and on about this subject because we love it. This is going to be be a great uh, series of lessons. Yes. So we want to encourage you uh, tune back in uh, every week on Mondays. Mm -hmm. If you haven't uh, listened to some of the other podcasts that we've got, go back and listen to some of those. But every Monday, we'll come back with you and we're going to be talking about renewing our mind, getting our soul under control, changing mm -hmm. our thinking, changing our emotions, mm -hmm. changing so that we are living more fully in the abundance that God's provided right. for us in His Word. Absolutely. Right? So let's pray and we'll believe God with you this week. Thank Father, I thank you so much for another opportunity to come together with our friends uh, here on the podcast. Thank you, Lord, for ministering to each one of their hearts, their needs, Father God, that you are a need meter. You are, uh, Lord, the one that blesses, the one that provides, the one that takes care of everything that we need in our lives. We want a revelation of that, a greater understanding of who we are in Christ and what you've provided for us, this abundant life that you have in store. We thank you, Father God, that this week that you help us to see things from your perspective, see our lives differently, and that we will come back together, Lord, ready to hear more about the goodness that you've provided for us and receive the wisdom that you have for us in your word. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Guys, we love you. Have a great week. We'll look forward to seeing you again next week. Bye-bye.